The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Mick Shots. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Okay, it's time for another edition of Mix Shots here. We are in the Fun Town RV tailgate here at Tostitos Championship Plaza. And this is Mix Shots. And should I start with this? Sure, go ahead. I'm going to start with this. Here we go. Here we go. I'm going to play it on my iPhone. Here you go. See if you can hear this. What better way to start off mix shots as with a mix shot? Ever since, I wonder who that was. I don't know, man. It sounded like some little Italian guy, maybe. Some, somebody you know, didn't like that. It wasn't Fauci. It sounded. It wasn't Fauci. Kind of sounded like. I should throw myself under the bus. <laughs> I wasn't in the room, so I called in. Please explain yourself, Spag. I called in on the phone, and you're supposed to mute your phone until mm-hmm. you have to ask a question. Mm-hmm. And I totally forgot to mute my phone, and I was talking to myself like, <laughs> are you serious? That's a question? <laughs> which he does on every question. Which I do which I do during the game. If anybody mic'd me up in the press box, you know, oh, I, talk, no. I got my headsets on, and I talked to myself, you know, and, and I was just just like, uh, oh, and I heard everybody laughing in the room up in our office, and I go, <laughs> oh hell, they heard this. <laughs> so, so, so you didn't realize that? No, I would, didn't realize I didn't hit the mute button, and then, and then I hit the mute button afterwards. Oh yeah, there but you it go. was a little you, bit they, late. They closing, that was, that, closing that barn door after all the horses are gone. No, go, <laughs> were, were you listening the whole press conference? Yes. So you went 12 minutes without a reaction yes, like that. Yes, yeah. You know, it was it So was I'm fun. proud of you. You made it 12 minutes. You made, you made it through about 10 or 12 questions without a reaction. Oh, just just be proud goodness. of me. That's all I said. Exactly. That, there's just no telling what you might have said. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Hot mics, you know. Oh, that was hilarious. And, it. you know, and I think um, – uh, Coach McCarthy felt felt bad for Michael Gelkin, who asked the question. <laughs> well, he, well, see, he, he wound up going like three minutes on the answer because and, and see what happened for 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 what McCarthy. Happened was, what, what, what no, happened what happened was. with McCarthy was yesterday, if you remember, Kelvin Watkins asked a question that was the most obvious, you know, answer you can get. About a young right? quarterback. He said, yeah, if you got a young quarterback, is it more difficult to game plan for a rookie quarterback than it is for Dak or Andy Dalton? <laughs> and 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 he started laughing and he and he goes, 
I can't see underneath your mask. Was that supposed to be funny? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure he was pretty sensitive that, oh, no, I didn't do it again this time. You know, that wasn't oh, me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, he had to say, look, that was not me. So I, I immediately uh, text Scott Agulnick, the Cowboys assistant uh, PR person, and I said, hey, tell Mike I apologize. Yeah. I'm sorry. And he goes, oh, no need. He thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Did he know it was you right off the bat? Oh, I don't think so. Everybody pretty, else, yeah. everybody uh, else recognized think, my voice. What do you think, Bill? He knew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he knew. Uh, even if he didn't recognize the voice, it was the action alone. Just, <laughs> well, yeah, that's got to be special. But see, he doesn't know me that well. Yeah, he probably hasn't he was seen around me. a little bit longer, or, yeah. or if we had had more interaction with him, he would have called you out. He, he would have said, "That sounds like Spags." Yeah, he would. He would have said, "Because <laughs> think about it." Sounds this. like Mickey didn't like that question. <laughs> we we probably haven't talked face to face since the middle of January wow. when he did that last press conference mm, right. ups, upstairs at the Star. Because everything else has been virtual since <laughs> yep. then. You know, and it dawned on me the other day, and I, I think I told you guys this before. I said, we're going to go through a, an entire season, and I probably won't have met a third to almost half the guys on this roster. Mm -hmm. Because everything's over. You know, they don't yeah. see us. Yeah. Um, that means you can say anything you want to about it. That's him. right. <laughs> you never see them. Like I had like, about like, Don Terry like, Poe. Like, <laughs> you, you knew you were safe saying whatever you wanted to about Don Terry Poe because you're never going to see him. But Don, you know what? Two people, two people are in trouble. Don Terry Poe is looking for spags. And and uh, what's the safety? Michael Gel oh, oh, the safety. Yeah. Well, well. Oh, Worley. Worley. Oh, Worley. Worley is looking for me. But I you know what? He's looking for me. Jerry Jones doubled down on what I've said uh, in an interview with uh, uh, Chris Mortensen. Chris Mortensen's last night. Mm -hmm. so he basically said he was overweight and he wasn't doing anything. Over See, I didn't know he was overweight. I knew he wasn't. Well, how did you tell when you weigh that much? <laughs> <laughs> What's overweight? If you're 350 or 370, it's that's all the same. That's why I couldn't tell. You know, I thought that's what that was his weight. I thought that's how he felt comfortable. And, I'll, and I'll take this <laughs> shot right now, too, because I saw the question come up or someone trying to insinuate that they released him because Jerry was tired of him kneeling, kneeling. for the national anthem. Nah. And I'm going, no, he was tired nah. of kneeling on the field because yeah. he wasn't doing anything. <laughs> I'll tell you, well, let me say it this way. It didn't help that he kneeled. I, I would dare say that. It didn't help that he kneeled. But if you're going to kneel, you better ball. That's all I got to say. That's, that's the difference between when you protest and how uh, acceptable it is. If you are a baller, then people are going to pay attention. Yeah. Muhammad Ali, if he wasn't Muhammad Ali, no one would care that he didn't go to the Vietnam War. Let's well, just think about and, it. And, and we can go back to what you were pointing out yesterday about Curvin Richards. If that was Emmett Smith that fumbled, Oh, okay, no right. problem. We right. go forward, right? Kervin right. Richards, you're Make not going to be here. You're not going to be here next year. Uh, you're out. You're yeah, gone. It's like uh, what Jimmy used to say. Everyone made a big deal about John Roper falling asleep in team meetings and yeah. they cut him. Falling asleep. And, and Jimmy would say if it was Emmett or Michael, he, he would go find a pillow for him. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because the other part of that story is when the meeting was over and he was sleeping, a couple of the players, and Nate would tell this story, that we're going up to Roper to wake him up, and, and Jimmy was like, no, no, let, let him sleep. Because <laughs> he be saw an opportunity soon. to send a message, right? Yeah, that's yeah. just what I needed, just what the doctor ordered. <laughs> that's right, that's right. All right, we got more important things to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we do. Uh, I will say, we, uh, since we? we talked about Don Terry Poe there. Um, oh, can I point out something also? Okay. 
here's something that no one is I, I, I haven't seen mentioned. So they they traded Everson Griffin. They cut Worley and Poe. Mm-hmm. That's three, right? Well, they got three guys that they needed to make room off injured reserve because they're going to have to bring on Chidabe Awuzie, Sean, Sean Lee, Lee, and Joe Looney. Yep. I don't know if they'll do it this week, but at some point. So they were going to need to make room on the 53-man roster for those guys. So they just made room, yeah, basically. And two of the guys were basically dead weight. And so, the, so the timing so is perfect. So that – that was in their thinking. One of, also. one of the guys was dead weight. Well, yeah, um, <laughs> but but I, in their thinking dead was we don't want to give matter. up. We don't want to give up on a bunch of young guys that we're trying to bring along. So right. who who's expendable? And you know, Worley and Everson Griffin were on one-year deals. Uh, Poe was on a two-year deal. So that even accentuates how dissatisfied they were with his play yeah. because they had to eat $3.5 million of guaranteed money by letting him go. And that was the tough part. Yes. Yeah. That was the tough part. Yeah. You can talk about talent all you want, but this is also a game about salary caps. It's about economics, really. And when you start counting up those numbers, that's a tough three and a half to swallow. Mm-hmm. And I do special edition with Nate Newton, and he's been on this for a month now about Poe. And see, Nate knows what he's and, talking about. Well, especially when it comes to losing weight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Nate will say that himself. And so I asked him today. I said, "So, because you notice that uh, coming into this season, there were a number of offensive lineman types, big, big body types, who opted out this season. Right. And part of that might have been due to the fact that." Uh, Bigger-bodied people are more susceptible, or as far as COVID goes, mm-hmm. um, underlying, it's an underlying condition. Maybe, yeah. uh, but also, without an off, I asked. So I asked Nate. So how difficult would it have been for you to go into a season without an off-season program? Uh, because I, I just remember those scenes during OTAs or quarterback schools, whatever we called it back then, where Nate, you know, they're running Nate to get him in shape to go to training camp, and he said, "Oh." There's no doubt about it that he would have not had a. It would not have been pretty at all yeah. uh, himself in training camp because of the issues that he had just just naturally losing weight and, and not being in a regimented program of doing it. You know, well, now think you, about you've Nate. got your own personal trainers right. and stuff, but still. And he had to do that yeah. by before he even came in for uh, the conditioning, strength and conditioning. He would go. He used to call it. I went to the fat farm. <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, and he would drop 30 pounds, 40 pounds, and then he'd come in. And I wish, you know, these things weren't here because we have a camera I can get up. But when they did their their uh, conditioning test, so they used to have to run 110s, right? That's and, right. And each group had so many they had to run in a certain amount of time, right? Well, Nate, Nate never finished them. No. But he, we, we nicknamed it the Nate Shuffle. Because his feet never came off the ground after about the first or second one. It wasn't running. It was shuffling right. his feet. And and God bless Charles Haley. So when you couldn't finish him, then you owed Jimmy that many sprints. Yes. Or whatever. And and Haley would go and run with Nate to, to, to kind of drag him along, yeah. to encourage him. Uh, and, and you can say all the stuff about Haley, but that, that was one of the things. Uh, a little a bit right of there. compassion, yeah. right? Uh, Don't let Charles Haley fool you. Yeah, right. Charles Haley's a great guy. (laughs) He's a good dude. Let's just be real. The difference, though, between what you're talking about with Nate back then and what's going on now, back then, our off-seasons, we were truly off. 
You know, we didn't work out during the offseason. I mean, I, I always yeah. stayed active just because I was, I, that's me. But the big guys, they would always rest over the entire offseason. And then they would come into training camp to get in shape, if you mm -hmm. recall. Nowadays, it's different. They go year-round. Right. Yep. So, so it would be a bit easier for Nate, even with COVID. He would probably social distance himself with a, a trainer because that's it's, it's not taboo now. It was taboo then. Big guys are not working out in the offseason. I remember doing an interview with Dee Dee Lewis, and uh, at some point in the interview, it came up. So a lot of these guys had jobs, right? And uh, I said, what, what did you do in the offseason? He goes, I sat in the pool and did 12-ounce <laughs> curls every day. <laughs> and that's what it was about. No one's thinking, okay, we just, of course, Cowboys were always in the playoffs back when I played. So there's no way we're going to take the offseason after January, mid-January, and go work out more. That's not going to happen. Yep. Yep. We did not do and that. And the other thing to consider about Don Terry Poe is that he had the same injury last football season that Gerald McCoy had right. in training camp this year. He had a quad and had quad surgery. And so he was coming off that to begin with. And so the first half of his offseason, he's rehabbing from that. And he's, he's, he's not – He's not a whole. He's not really active in, in as far as shedding weight and getting getting in shape and so forth. But when you're doing rehab, you're doing you, something. You're yeah. doing something. And, and yeah. if you're if you're smart and you, if you're professional, rehab can 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 uh, spring into a regiment. Mm -hmm. It can spring into structure. Yeah, that's the way he should have used it instead of. Saying, okay, oh, it feels good now. Let me go back and lay down. Well, he already got his con <laughs> he got his contract in Obviously, March. yeah. <laughs> Obviously, carrying all that money around should have helped, too. Well, this will <laughs> provide opportunities for some of those other young guys. Uh, Neville Gallimore will yep. get more snaps. All right, yeah, so who are the inside guys with Justin Hamilton and, and Gallimore and, and now Tyrone Antoine, Crawford's and moving, Antoine, Antoine Woods. Woods. Yeah. So those guys should get more, uh, more snaps because, you know, he was getting – 40 to 45% of the snaps um, uh, Poe was. So this will put a little bit more pressure on these other young guys that, okay, let's go. Uh, let's see what you can do. So uh, are, we, are they, we looking at uh, if Crawford you look, being a starter? Well, he's he you know what? On the, on the game book from last week, from last game, they had him starting at, at, at defensive end, Crawford. I don't know if that was accurate. I got to go back and look at the it. deal. But but it's on the. I know it's old news. But it's on the. It's on the. It was on the on the play. On I the, charted it. I went back deal. and looked at it. And, and I, looked, uh, I can find they, it right now. It had him starting a. De I still. I, that's think, a long way. He came from a long way. Yeah. Yeah. Was it two hip surgeries? Two hips. That's Each amazing one. to you me. You only have two, right? <laughs> I only have. I only have two. Yeah. <laughs> but you have one of some things, though, right? I think that's amazing that he comes full circle. Yeah. You know, I really uh, felt for him uh, in the offseason. You guys were talking about the stories and, and the, the, the trials and tribulations he's been through. And for him to be able to come through all of that, and regardless of how this team is playing, for him to be a starter yeah. in the NFL, that's big time. And the guys that I had out there, and maybe, and maybe I didn't see it right, but the guys I saw out there to start the game were – Lawrence and Alden Smith at the ends, and Poe and Gallimore inside. See, that's what I thought. And then I looked at the game book, and it mm -hmm. had him starting. Yeah, and, and that might have been one of those things where you turn your starters in before the game. Mm -hmm. Right. And then when you send I the think, guys out in whatever situation now having it is. said that, having said that, and I need to go back and look at it, I guess, I've got Washington, Washington was in 12 personnel. They had two tight ends on the field, which would mean that they would 
they would have another lineman in the game and Jordan Lewis right. would not be out there. But I got Jordan Lewis marked as being down uh, in there. And so anyway, starting? Yeah, yeah starting. But uh, at any rate, okay, let me ask you this. Is there a chance midseason that Mike Nolan could morph this into a 3-4 scheme? I'm thinking. Because Poe was the key guy uh, uh, in building a 3-4. I mean, that's what when – you, when you're signing Poe, you're thinking, okay, he's going to be the nose tackle in a 3-4 defense. And then it just – they didn't have the other parts to make it work. Well, I still don't have the other right. parts. Right. And, and I've Especially seen without Poe. I've seen him transitioning more to a 4 – a four, basically a 4-2 nickel. Right. Uh, right. And now with – uh, Lee Sean coming Lee back. coming back, you've got a real strong side linebacker, right? You don't have to masquerade with a defensive end standing up uh, as a strong side linebacker. So, uh, and, and that that I, I, and I've heard that that you know when Lee gets back, you know maybe I don't know it, it, maybe Jalen Smith's the strong side linebacker and let Re, Lee run to the ball and be more involved in the coverage that sometimes Jalen Smith and, struggles with. And that wasn't the case with the old coaching uh, regime, but uh, with, we don't know with Mike Nolan. And, yeah, you know, right. He may, he no, may you're right. totally different because we didn't see Lee in, in training camp either. So we so. didn't have an opportunity to see how they were going to use him. Right. Uh, which was going to be one of my questions for Mike McCarthy, but I thought maybe that was prying <laughs> too deeply into team secrets. Well, you already don't, don't know. And also, just go for it. <laughs> no, no, well, no telling what the reaction yeah, would right. from the other reporters. Right. Oh, my God. This Can you bad. imagine what Michael Gelkin, how his response would have been? I'm not going to ask another <laughs> question ever. <laughs> All right, let's take a break, and we've got more from here at the Fun Town <laughs> RV Tailgate on Fun Tostitos town. Championship Plaza Where here at the Ford wings? Center at the Star in Frisco in a moment. I'm hungry. Hey there, Cowboys fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. Make the most of summer with Ford, America's best-selling brand during the Ford Summer Sales Event. With great offers on a huge selection of Ford SUVs and the largest selection of truck inventory to choose from. Get huge offers across the Ford lineup. So grab the family and head out. Ford's helping you make the most out of summer. It's easier now during the Ford Summer Sales Event. Based on 2019 calendar year total sales. Based on auto data compact and full-size stock inventory as of June 2020. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. 
Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Back, back, back. to mixed shots. Help your fellow Cowboys Nation <laughs> fans in their fight against cancer by purchasing Dallas Cowboys Crucial Catch gear. Support a great cause and look good doing it. Visit your local Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop or shop.dallascowboys.com. Mickey, have you been able to open that file yet? I'm still <laughs> looking for it. Hopefully you found it. <laughs> All right, we are here at the Funtown RV tailgate at the Tostitos Championship Plaza at Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. That's a mouthful. And my question is, why? Why are we here? Well, look right behind. We're, we're a part of this marketing program oh, right here. Interesting. Well, I'm glad you said Do you that. You want a trailer? You might need to buy one. program right should be gear. Gear. Not, not just gear, mm-hmm. but also food. That's what I'm looking for. Are you wanting a trailer or what? I want some food. Oh, okay. I want some wings. A little wing stop. Got, there. They got it right there. Special flavor of the. We're Cowboys. giving them love. We're giving them love. So I got to have some wings, man. <laughs> Maybe someone will emerge out of that RV with, with some wings. wings for you. Lemon pepper, please, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anything uh, of note, Mickey, that we need to know about besides the fact that the sun is peeking through the mm. clouds here mm. and it is warming up a little bit, although we do appreciate the heaters that we have. I was going to say, you know, uh, we can make the other shows mad at us that had to start like at <laughs> 930 this morning. Uh, I'm thinking I got to take my jacket off. It's getting a little it's toasty. It's getting here. a little warm. <laughs> yeah. I love it. This yeah. is a great setup, though, for real. We almost look like royalty. And it'd be great yeah. if you know the weather was nicer. We probably would have had people out here throwing the football around. And yep, we're overlooking the football field here at Tostitos Championship Plaza. And I'm distracted just by all the great, the beautiful screen. Yeah, you get the big screen to look plays. at. And I'll tell you, because I when I'm doing my live shots for CBS 11, we were out here, and there are Frisco youth football teams and cheerleading squads and so forth. They actually they come out here. And they they have practices out here. The other day, two days ago, when it was 39 degrees and raining out here, there was a youth football team dressed up as Dallas Cowboys <laughs> out here, and they and you know coaches, you know the dads came. They had these big old bags full of equipment and stuff. And I was thinking, can you imagine what those moms were saying? You're gonna do what? You're gonna have practice in this weather? You know what? When we were kids growing up in the winter in in Chicago and the snow on the ground, we lived for those days to go out and play football in the snow. We thought it, it was wasn't the, snowing though. It was, was the coolest. It, it was the coolest right thing in the world to go out there and and then come home and you're muddy and it's like, what have you been doing? Least, well, it's football season. We're if I was football. one of these kids. If I wouldn't want to come, but if they said we're dressing up as cowboys and we're coming to this field, yeah, yeah I'd be there. That's true. And, you know, brothers don't like rain and cold, but I'd, <laughs> I'd be there. Well, speaking of dressing up, it was uh, good to see uh, Zach Martin out at practice these last two mm-hmm. days. So he should be good to go. Uh, that gives a little bit of stability to that uh, uh, offensive line and uh, maybe gives Ben DiNucci a little bit of a chance because – you know, the the Eagles, their calling card still that front, right? Yeah. The, the guys that they have there. Richard with, Cox. Yeah. With Cox and uh, Graham and uh, Barnett. Uh, you know, that that's still pretty stout. <clears throat> so uh, 
the Cowboys are going to need to give him as much protection as possible. And I know everybody wants to say, well, they just need to run the ball. Well, mm -hmm. don't you think the Eagles are thinking <laughs> the same thing? They're going to load the box, They're right? Load nine man front. It's serious. And then, and then when it's time to throw the ball and you get them in a passing down, you know, you know, Schwartz, he does it anyway. He's coming after them. You know, they're going to be more blitzes. So a lot of this is going to be that offensive line's recognition of what's about to happen. Uh, and, you know, you can say, okay, Ben DiNucci's got to get the ball out quick, but he's also needs probably an extra tick or two to figure things out where it needs to go because they're going to come after him. So to me, uh, having Zach Martin back, I, I think, is huge. I'm not sure about Looney. He, he may need a, a – next week before he's ready to come back and we'll see where that goes with mm -hmm. uh, Sean Lee. I like also. what Biotish is doing. In yes, there. no, absolutely. And, and Mike, more importantly, Mike McCarthy likes it. I asked him about it the other day and uh, <clears throat> he said he 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 did a good job against Washington and, and a lot of that is the mental stuff too and setting right. protections and stuff Especially like that. Especially for a young center. Right, exactly. Yeah, I He's think, got I four think and a half and, games under his I belt. Think he and Bi I think Biotish and Martin, uh, I'm sorry, Martin, uh, I think they'll do well together. You sometimes it's like you if you break down the units, it's like uh, you can only make a difference within a small unit. You know, Zach Martin wouldn't come back and make a difference between the entire football squad. But if you just take that offensive line unit, he can make a difference along with the young man badass, if you don't mind me calling <laughs> that. But uh, with that, you're talking two decent players, more than decent players out of five. You understand? Yeah, As, and they're next to each right, other, right? right? And that helps. That's right. That helps the rookie. It out. helps a little bit with the continuity, and then you can kind of bring the other guys along with you as far as the tackles are concerned. So that's that's not a bad deal for that unit to be shored up. Then that's something that we can concentrate on to say we can bank on that in the be ball game. Because one of the things on Tyler Biotish, I think, is that he had some injury issues coming out of college, which I think dropped him a little bit in the draft. And I think had he been fully healthy. Uh, I think he probably would have been more like a third-round pick, and he, instead he went late fourth. And as a testament to that is the fact that the Cowboys traded up, yes. gave up a pick this coming year in order to move up to, to take him late. And, in the and compounding that on him, he heading into his senior year at Wisconsin or his last year at Wisconsin, he had off-season surgery right. too. So the last two off-seasons, he's had surgeries, uh, and I think you know maybe his play wasn't to the extent it there. was the previous year, but he was still voted the Remington Award winner as wow. the best center in, in the country. Yes. So, yeah, getting him where they did, <clears throat> to me, was a steal. Uh, and I always thought that had they had a regular offseason and preseason that he would have challenged for that starting job. Well, and, and we were talking about this yesterday off the air, Mickey. Um, you know, I don't know that it's so much a talent – uh, issue with the young guys on the offensive line. It's an experience issue. Yes. And as and one it's of the, okay with one being of the, both. It's okay uh, to be both. Yeah. I mean, you got to uh, work with what you got. And you know, Connor McGovern was a third-round draft pick out of Penn State. You know, big school and so forth. Well, the Cole Holcomb sack of Andy Dalton, where he blitzed up the middle. You know, 
Biotish is taking the guy to his to straight up on him, and there's a there's a safety blitzing to the right side. Came a little bit before the linebacker. McGovern took the safety rather than the linebacker. Mm-hmm. Zeke was in position to take that safety had McGovern taken the linebacker instead. As it was, Zeke got run over because he didn't have leverage. He wasn't in position to take the linebacker. Poor but it's Zeke. little things like that being able to figure out protections like that that comes with experience and that that and that's, that one person can make a difference exactly that and that's where jack del rio last week he's bringing everybody at at the young quarter in that case it was dalton yeah but against a young offensive line and you can only imagine what schwartz is going to do this week. yeah absolutely so you know and and that's what they, they they've got to be able to just give him an opportunity give him a chance uh and then the other thing that, that, that has to happen is the defense has to play better. You can't ask this guy to go out there and put 30 on the board, yep. right? You know, get, make it reasonable. How about say I got to score 17 or 20 to win? Because, you know, Philadelphia, they, they've struggled some Ooh, on offense, boy, have right? They struggled. I mean, yes. the quarterback's <clears throat> got as many uh, touchdown passes as he has interceptions. It's 10 to 10. He's been hit and knocked down more than any quarterback. 20, 28 sacks. That's crazy. In seven games. <laughs> I don't even understand that. So uh, I don't know what that pace is, it's but it, it's if, around sixty. But if it's eight games, yeah, yeah, and double it, it's it, it would be sixty for the season. And 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 so, and, and he's dealing with wide receivers that are younger, although they the pace found would be sixty four actually. Yeah. yeah, very good in yes, the math, but right? real fast. Will the Cowboys I know, add to that? I know. This is what you have to and do. And this is what they the need. Cowboys right? game and the say, okay. is they haven't played the Cowboys because that will bring the average down. Right. <laughs> so so that that's the other point that I think is going to be very important uh, in, in this game. All right. I'm trying to debate whether we enter into another topic or we take a break and then come back with a longer let's take a break yeah that, i hear chris yelling back okay there. so That's we're gonna take I a thought. break and we'll be back <laughs> to the fun town rv tailgate at tostitos championship plaza at ford center at the star in frisco in just a moment oh there you go bill hey there cowboys fans with tight cleaners at home pickup and delivery cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery today. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. What do you call a group of grown men and women who get together every week, proudly wearing the star, to share a three-hour-long ritual of cheering, shouting at the TV, and raising their Miller Lite together while yelling, how about them boys? You call it Miller Time and Cowboys Nation. Here's to the only beer of the Cowboys celebrating 60 years of greatness. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2020 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? 
Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want great, fresh tasting, ready to serve guacamole for your home gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back, back to mixed shots. Unified welterweight world champion Errol the Truth Spence Jr. will duel two-division world champion Danny Swift Garcia in a blockbuster main event on Saturday, December 5th at AT&T Stadium. Get your tickets now before they sell out at SeatGeek.com. I just might be there for that. You know what? Bill's auditioning to be the ring guy. <laughs> That's right. The ring announcer. <laughs> Are you ready to rumble? Rumble. I'm going to be, yeah. <laughs> Now, normally, Saturday, December 5th, that's normally when the Big 12 championship game is at AT&T Stadium, but they pushed it so back this year because a week of the, or two later, it's right? December 19th this yeah. year instead. So and so they, they filled that gap in the schedule there <laughs> with uh, boxing on Saturday, December 5th. And you, uh, Danny Swift-Garcia, he's got a shot at, at Spence, you no, say? No, he does not. No, no shot. No, okay. no, Spence is the man. As long as yeah. he's back Spence, to being he hits himself. like he's, he's too – yeah, that's right. It, after the accident, of course, I'm, I'm assuming he's going to be okay. But he always did punches if he was like a, a couple of, a couple of classes higher yeah. than what he was, you know. Uh, so he's coming with the with the heat, and yeah. I know Danny's smooth and oh my God, he's an amazing, accomplished boxer. But this is not going to be pretty. It's almost going to be like a. a, a, a a Tyson fight. I him. went to his last fight when he fought at AT and T Stadium. Yeah, he's stuck. not he's to work. Now, have you been Sat to boxing the, here at Ford y- Center? Uh, yes, I have, it, and it's pretty neat because everything's like really close. Uh, now, I obviously wasn't sitting in the stands. I ended up with a, oh, a media pass yeah, and so, VIP. Season. So I'm I'm like seven or eight rows from the ring. Yeah. But, but it's pretty cool though, and and everything's compact, and it it, it is. It looks. I mean, it looks like you. Well, doesn't look like it's Vegas. No, but, doesn't look like it's Vegas. But the crowd dresses up yes, like they, they think they're going doesn't to. Doesn't matter. Yes, fight they do. In Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Okay, now I'm not going to be here tomorrow because I've got a conflict. All right. Oh. So, but so I want to find out from both of you, <laughs> what do the Cowboys need to do to actually win this game on Saturday? Well, night? I just gave you my two points. It's got to start with defense. Right. Yep. It has to start with defense. It's no way this team is going to survive this season. You're going to end up with who's the next quarterback again? Bell? Uh, no. Well, <laughs> well, he would Garrett be the Gilbert is he would be, oh, get, Garrett well, okay, Gilbert, Gilbert will be, that's right. he'll be Gilbert. active this game. Oh, oh, but Gilbert but Cooper won't Rush, last. Cooper either. Rush is on the way. Yeah, is he? Yeah. For next week, he will be on the practice. He'll be squad eligible and, to actually practice, so he'll be on the practice squad. We yeah. talk, but we but, talk it, but about the emergency quarterback, we, he was mentioning yes. Blake Bell. Now, Cedric Wilson would be at – we saw him throw a touchdown I'd love pass to see to Cedric back then. A little <laughs> bit more athletic. We could, we could turn to a Lamar Jackson thing. That would be nice. But, but whatever we do, you've got to have a defense that can give you a chance that can hold it down for your offense to get on track. Because trust me, that is, this is not going to be smooth at all. Any game that we win, it's going to be ugly. Or maybe give them a short field so they don't have to go. I looked up the other day, so I didn't. Well, it didn't count last week because they didn't score a touchdown. They hadn't scored a touchdown on a drive less than 64 yards. 
still mm -hmm. we're still doing that yes oh my god not nothing less than what 64. was last year last and I, year was I, i'm not sure what last year was and, and i think that. the only thing they had shorter than 64 yards scoring was i think three field goals and that was it so yeah it's always a long field for the for a, a well touchdown I, drive. i've done the research Okay. Yeah, I have done. Got it in my. So he's got the here. answers to his question to us, right? Okay. He's just setting us up. He All right. Here that. you go. Cowboys have had seventy-three offensive possessions this season. Okay. How many times have they started a drive on the plus side of their own thirty-seven-yard line? Huh. I'm gonna guess no more than three. I was gonna say one. Three times. Oh! There you go. Three times. Okay, the first time was when Cheeto Awuzie, who comes back this week, had the interception in the Rams game. Is that the, that's the only, only interception of. of the, the season? The only interception that's the only of the one season. I was thinking of. That's right. <laughs> and they started at the plus 39 yard line that time. Did they score, a but they didn't score they a kicked touchdown? Kicked a field goal. Kicked a field kicked goal. Kicked a field goal. The next one was the Atlanta game, the onside kick. They started at their own 46-yard line. Kicked a field goal. Okay. And then it was Tony Pollard's kickoff return against Washington. So, wait, you said start off in plus territory, right? I'm sorry, the plus side of their own 37-yard oh, line. Oh, okay. So, outside okay. their own 37-yard okay. line. All right. And so Tony Pollard at the plus 34. That and was they the best field position. And they wasted had. that position. And they kicked field goal on yeah. that one, too. Yeah. And now they did have one other where the Demarcus Lawrence strip sack that resulted in a touchdown. Right. But that wasn't starting a, a drive. He didn't no. have a possession. Right. Yeah. No possession. So how about that? Big, oh, I man. believe you. Three times in 73 possessions. They, they started less than 63 yards away. Which has to be last in the league. Okay, so. Right. What about on the other side of the 50? Do you have? Well, that would be the only time on the other side of the 50 is twice. It would okay. be the Pollard kickoff return last and, week and against Washington and the Wouzier the first That's game. That's all of I was, year. yeah, okay. I was thinking on the other side of the 50. Yeah. yeah. So, how about that? They've, they've made it difficult. And, 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 and maybe that's why they were leading the league in yards gained because they always had the furthest to go. Going back to last year. Mm -hmm. Right? It's the same thing. Once again, how do we stop that? Have to drive the turnovers. Field. Turnovers. Got to get the football. Takeaways. Always the way. That's why, and I said earlier, uh, if the Cowboys do win a game, it's going to be ugly. I'll, I'll, let me be more specific. In order for them to win a game, it has to be ugly. It'll, it it'll, it'll be reminiscent of your only win in 89, <laughs> yes, right? Yes. All right, let me flip it around. <laughs> Which right. I got my only interception that game, by the way. <laughs> All right, how my, about the opponents? How many times have the uh, has the Cowboys opponent, I'm, I'm okay, outside the 35-yard line, okay, okay on uh, within what 65 do you mean outside yards, the, within 65 yards oh, of the touchdown, yes. how many times has the opponent in 71 possessions had the, started a drive 65 yards or less away from the end zone. I'm going to say a third of that. I was going to say half. 17 out of 71. I was close. Third's not, good. I was close. Yeah. Yeah. Not surprised. So it was about a quarter. So they haven't, they haven't, so again, they're not helping their defense either mm -mm. in that respect. But as I continue to say, just because you get that field position doesn't mean you have to give up a touchdown. That's right. You know, give, give, give me a field goal. You know, let, 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 hang, hang in there. After a while, your research needs to be how many, what's the percentage that the opposition's offense has scored? 
on possession on oh. possessions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How many possessions? Well, I've already I've already dissected <laughs> all the drives. All I got to do is, is add Calculated. the scores. You know what? I, I, I think it's in those extended stats there. By yeah. the way. Which would probably be But by the time I dug it, it out be and counted it up, it, we're, I it sure would be, be an over right. Um, so anyway, so defense defense wins this football game. It, 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 it's got to keep gives them, them a chance. Gives them a chance. Gets them to stay in the game. That's what needs to happen. And, and just think, we were talking about uh, Mark, Zach Martin coming back, playing be, beside Biotis. Then let's talk about Sean Lee coming back. Regardless of who he's playing by, Having him in there, well, I pull up, not having him in there could explain some of just the uh, downright ineptness of our defense. Now, I know Sean Lee coming in is not going to save the day necessarily, but what you want is uh, uh, something that you can count on. And it'll be interesting to see if he's ready to go. So this would, he practiced a little bit last week. He practiced more this week. Um, and they aren't listing him on the injury report because he's no, because he he's on IR, yeah, so, so we, you don't, we don't get really a, f- know. a feel for whether he had a full practice or not. And they can make that move on Saturday, mm-hmm. I think. So all the complaints that they had about the, the 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 game plan being too complicated, the defensive plan too complicated. Hopefully, when Sean Lee comes in, clears up a little bit of the uh, confusion, and maybe we don't have so many big plays that lead to our demise. Right. Maybe he'll, hey, you know what? Here's what's getting ready to happen. Yes. Right. You know, and it, and it goes and back to. And we've lost on just, like you said, those critical moments. You, right. You, point, you talk about it all the time, those critical moments. I, if we can eliminate those critical mistakes, then we have a chance. I used to say this about Roy Williams. Roy Williams was a really good safety when Darren Woodson was on the field. Mm. And, and I think Jalen Smith's a better linebacker when Sean Lee's on I the field. I do agree with that. And, and there's just some guys that. that help everybody else out. I do agree with that. And 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 so I don't know, you know, how many snaps he might get. I mean, let's face it, he hadn't pl- hadn't played a down of football since uh, the end of last year. Um, but that might be a we'll good see. thing. I mean, we'll see. You know, That's where, where he's at. Just go study the scoring plays and which of the which of the scoring plays this year were the result of guys being confused. And out of position. Hard to quantify to that, though. We got. We have <laughs> yeah, to try. We, we have, have to. See you what don't the know coaches. what they were. Well, you know the, the other thing. Yeah. You do like hockey when they do plus or minus. Like if you're on the ice for a goal, you know you got a minus there. Yes. They don't do that in football. No, oh, he was on the field for a <laughs> touchdown. Darn it. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. You you before we came on the air, yes. you were talking about Michael Gallup was up there on the big screen and. How about a parting mix shot on the talk about Michael Gallup possibly being traded? It's a three-word answer. No, no, no. And and I think Jerry (laughs) Jones recently answered (laughs) that question. I got three words. Because (laughs) the minute you do that, uh, and it never fails, you end up with an injury at that position, and then you're sitting there going, oh, where's my depth? The other part is he's inexpensive. You've got control of him for two more years at a very inexpensive rate for his talent. You don't want to give up on that. Extremely I mean, what are you, and what are you going to get back? Is somebody going to give you a first? No, they're not doing that. Are they going to give you a starting offensive tackle? No, that's not going to happen either. You just, just 
don't even think about that. That's my pick to click guy for the year. I told you about it. He's going to have he he was on his way to having a great year until this whole fiasco happened. So two years from now, or maybe three years from now, of the Cowboys wide receivers, name two that will be on this roster two years from now. CD will be here. Yep, we do know that. So I'm get what I'm getting at. Will Michael Is Gallup, Gallup, or, Gallup Cooper? or Cooper? And that's a hard question because, and I surprised somebody with this answer today. I said, do you realize that Amari Cooper is second in the NFL in receptions, mm-hmm. and he is on pace to break Michael Irvin's single-season franchise record of 111 catches in a season. He's on pace for 121, wow. I figured out. Do we have to get rid of either? No, I mean, why do you have to get <laughs> rid of anybody? I want to keep all three of them. Let's keep them together. Have a fun bunch thing. Now, what's like, going to happen, though, Gallup is going to become more expensive, obviously. Well, but you would, you would get him to the point where he's a restricted free agent. So yeah. he, next year he would be restricted, right? You got him and this year. CD is also getting close to free next agency year. by then, although you've got a fifth-year option on Yeah, him. yeah, you don't have to worry about yeah. that one. And, and you know, you could, you, could, you could qualify him with a first-round pick, and it'll be a one-year, $4 million deal. That, yeah. You know, you just – Wasted 3.5 on a guy that, you know, couldn't make weight. It's hard to imagine Amari Cooper not being here because, really, he's our solid guy. When we talk about picking on a, a cornerback, when they have a cornerback that's supposed to be a stud, we look for Cooper to, 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 to change that, that narrative. He was killing Jalen Ramsey, I mean, until, until, the, until the flop. I right. Mean, we, we came at him. No one was afraid of him on this team. We're not afraid of any cornerbacks because we have Amari Cooper. See, this occurred to me, and, and i got to work on this story. This is why when you have opportunities to win games like they had early and you let them go away, you need those games now, yes, right? Because now you're going to lose some because of other circumstances. Right. But when you had opportunities back then when like things that, were in your control. you cannot let those games. And I said it last year, and Bill got tired of me saying it. <laughs> Bill Jones, a real comedian. <sighs> oh, God. I'm dying over here. That wasn't me. <laughs> All right. What better way Thank to you, start? Mike. I appreciate it. What better way to start and to oh end mix shots? <laughs> Just thought of that. Now I can't figure out how to turn it off. Yeah, and I forgot right. my point Put I was trying repeat, to make. Bill. Put it on the loop, Bill. <laughs> Put it on the loop. All right. And you can uh, go go check out, Mike. It's uh, 12, and a, 12 and a half minutes into, on Periscope anyway, it was 12 oh and a half God. minutes into Mike McCarthy's press coverage. You get to hear. Mickey Spagnola say, God, he's going viral. All right, that does it for mixed shots from out here at Funtown RV Tailgate at Tostitos Championship Plaza at Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. And they will see you tomorrow at 1.30 out here. I'll miss you, Bill. (laughs) This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?